everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, today, before we get started, I want to uh, shout out to some of the Grub Thusiast family. Uh, let's shout out to uh, Mel's Auto in San Marcos, uh, specifically to um, uh, Brendan and Zane, and the congratulations uh, they're expecting. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Um, also want to shout out to Twinkle Tub uh, Cleaners in Escondido, California. Um, great, great spot. If you want to get your, your clothes done, fantastic. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I should have spoke more about Mel's. If you have a, a European car, like an older European car that needs work, something like a Jag or an MG or something like that from those that era, 60s, 70s, 50s, 40s, 30s, like that, <laughs> older cars, um, that's, they specialize in that. But I think they do most anything, but um, that's really their forte. Uh, so go check them out. Um, who else? Who else should we? Yeah. Okay. That's enough. Uh, anyways, uh, this is the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Ooh, yeah. This one's going to be. Yeah. No, we're just, we're just going to chat about, you know, the uh, prep today. Cool. <clears throat> you know, the. Um, A lot of prep goes into the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Oh, for sure. You know, and that's that's been years. Uh, I've been I've been doing even before I went to culinary school. I, I I you know I used to have my hand at cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and I always like to cook and pair wines and things like that. One year, I don't know, was how long ago was it? Fifteen years ago? I think we went over. We did a show on it. Of, I don't know, but yeah, it's been a while since we um did a pairing. Although we talk, I was talking yeah. to my sister, yeah, um, because I said, hey, bring some champagne and. And she's like, what else should we bring? And I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I said, maybe, and I think she said, she goes, maybe we should do pairing. I said, yeah. I said, you should do that. So she's like, okay, let me look into it. So she's going to. Yeah, but you have to know what you're going to make. I told her. Excuse me. I'm, oh, my coffee already got to me. Yeah. No, I told her. So she, No, no, no. You, you know, that's not how it's done. <laughs> it's not, that's not how it's done. Um, first and foremost, you really should talk to somebody who knows wine well. Not to say she doesn't. Uh, shout out to your sister, Otilia. Uh, she has a bar in Long Beach. Um, her husband's the drummer of ex social distortion drummer, and he owns a place called the Pike in Long Beach, a little seafood spot uh, slash rockabilly joint. Uh, they serve good fish tacos. Got cold PBR on tap. Uh, it's a good spot. Go check it out. Anyways, uh, yeah, she really should know have a I mean a distinct understanding of what it is that we're making and uh understand where the course lies and uh you know you have to understand the wine I mean you do you understand what it takes I, I that's why I've never even begun to venture down that road because it's so it's so in depth you know the uh, some uh, sommelier uh or some sommelier they, those people really uh have to have I think a good you should have been one or you yeah yeah, but it uh, should have, would have, could have. You know what I mean? I should have done a lot of things. Should have been an astronaut once. Um, but the um, the thing about it is, you really have to know. You have to know your palate. You have to know your palate. You have to know your sensibilities about it. You have to know what you're able to detect. You have to have those experiences, and th- that's just the the natural part. The the uh, the nature part. The nurture part is then uh, to take those that skill and then train yourself. To understand the subtleties of um, of the, the the terroir, that's another wine word. Um, I watched a movie. Was it called French Kiss? Was it with um, with Meg Ryan 
And uh, what's the name of the Who's the husband of uh, Phoebe oh, Cates? Oh, oh, what's his name? I, I want to say Kevin, but I can't. Uh, Kevin, yeah, it's Kevin. Kevin, what's his Not name? Kevin from Home Alone. So it's, I know it's not tied into the holidays, but. Um, Is it Kevin? Let me, let me see if that's movie's French Kiss. The movie. Kevin Klein. Klein. Yeah. I got the first name. It was coming to me. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if this is the one. Yeah, it is. They did. Yeah, that was a really old movie. That's yeah. it. 1995. Not that old. Oh. Um, you're, oh, 1974. No, you weren't even born old. yet. No, no, no. That's not. That's no, no, no. That's what, you, that's what you have to get over. Okay. That's you, don't you have think to eat. I don't. I don't. I think for a 27 year old, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a lifetime ago. No, but I, I think for, you know, I mean, look, I, I think uh, I think age is in your head. And I think, um, you know, I, I, always, I always picture when I think of, you know, age. I one time uh, met some people when I was young, in the 20s. And I met this, this uh, a couple of guys, actually. Uh, they were fathers of friends. And um, they were in their, you know, 60s or whatever, 70s, I guess. And this guy that I met, I just distinctly remember him. Linen outfit, you know, linen, uh, linen pants, linen top, the button up the front, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the big chunky gold watch, uh, dark, nice tan, you know, thinning and white on top. I don't remember. I remember who it is. A long time ago, you know, the uh, the pinky ring had a you know had a nice life, big in a big house, nice cars, young, uh, uh, hot girlfriend. I mean, the guy was living like you know. I mean, he was living like uh, living a good life at seventy. You know, he looked good. He was, uh, uh, you know, uh, active and rode bikes, lifted weights, was out doing all the stuff that everybody, every young guy does. And I said, you know, that's 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 guys my uh, canary in the coal mine. You know, that's the yeah, kind of guy. When we used to see people that were 40, 50. Uh, they're dead. Like, oh, they're, they're dead. Yeah. Dying. But you see this guy, he's out there, you know, tan, you know, still going. I'm like, you know, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be a, an old, you know, cripple, you know. But so you got to play your, you got to play your cards right. But that's kind of this the life, you know. You want to live a long life, you know, full of good times and health and prosperity. You know, that's what I'm shooting for. I think we all are. You're right. Yeah. You know, why, why do you why do you want to settle into this mindset of well, you know, it's a long time ago, we're really, really old. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, Clint Eastwood, I heard him say one time. He says, "Don't let the old in." And speaking of which, he's on. He's he is actually born on the same day as me. I know. And uh, he's ninety or whatever now. Right. He's ninety something. Still cooking, still, you know. Yeah, he's still taking. So making movies, living like he always has. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, that's what you need. That's what you should be doing. Anyways, um, so nineteen ninety five is not that long ago for me. All right, so um, French Kiss. Let's get back. French to Kiss. French kiss. <laughs> so the the well, you took the one that took me down that road. I, I was on it. Yeah. So anyways, the uh, movie is Kevin Klein. If you don't know who he is, he's married to Phoebe Cates. Um, and Meg Ryan, you remember who she is. Uh, this, These two, she is, has a relationship with this guy. And I don't remember the guy's name, but he, um, he, they break up because he's moved on to some other girl. A French girl. That's what it is. That's why. And she's uh, still in love. He gets a, she gets a call from him saying, hey, you know, I've fallen in love. Um, sorry. See ya. You know? And they have a whole life back wherever they come from. So I, I think they were supposed to get married. Or they were. They had ring and the whole thing. So, uh, the, but the guy, the the fiance, is kind of a dork. You know, he's a dork, and he's he's obviously in France, and he's has met this young hot French girl, and she's hot and whatever, and she's uh, obviously trying to you know wrangle him, 
you know, she because she sees an opportunity for something. So, so he goes and he goes over there and he calls her and says, "Sorry, see ya." Yeah. Woman. Well, she gets a dinner that she wants to go fight for him, right? So she wants to fly to France and go and put up a fight. So she comes in, she flies into town on the plane. She meets Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein is apparently a diamond thief, right? At least in his current situation. I don't think he is. I think he did steal that, but that wasn't what he was well, trying to do, right? He, let's say this, but he's kind of a ne'er-do-well in the, in the region he comes from because the, his old friend that he might have done some ne'er-do-well things with is now a, a police chief, right? Oh. Okay. Uh, is it was this the guy he from trying to fly is, right? And he's like, oh, he's trying to get that the, the a winery or something. Well, let me get to the finish of the story here. So he flies in. He meets Meg Ryan, and they have a little convo, and he feels comfortable with her. So he, uh, as she they pass through customs, he slips the diamond necklace that he's recently stolen into her bag, along with a, uh, a grapevine that he brought from wherever he was coming from. And this wine, this grapevine is going to be the first grape um, plant for his vineyard. And he's going to sell the stolen diamonds, the, the Kerduggan of uh, diamonds, to, uh, and sell it and then finance this new venture. Got it. So, of course, you know, it didn't, doesn't go quite as well. He, he actually ends up at the plane. You know, who's the guy from The Professional? Luc Besson. Yeah, Luc Besson is the friend, the, the police chief. And he meets him at the airplane and basically says, we know what you did. Do you want to tell me now so we can just end it? Because he's obviously a ne'er-do-well. And uh, he, ne'er-do-well. he proceeds to then, uh, you know, tries to take him. He takes him and says, let me, let me take you to your home. So he gets him in the car. Now Meg Ryan is going off that way. He's going off this way. And his diamonds and, and wine are off whatever. Well, the story progresses, and he, she is looking for this boyfriend, and she runs into another ne'er do well, some you know sharp uh, dressed guy in a hotel in the hotel lobby where she's staying, and he uh, proceeds to snag the diamonds and the and the and the, or steals her bag, and then uh, now Kevin Klein finds out that it's now been stolen, and then knows the guy that stole it and finds the guy and grabs his own diamonds and whatever. So the whole movie ends up being uh, he's uh, trying to get this thing sold, stay away from the cops, get it from the girl. It's a whole thing. But the, the pertinent part of this is they eventually become friends, and in the process, he takes her to his family winery or family vineyards where they still do whatever. He manages to get her into his, uh, his childhood bedroom, and he's showing her this project that he'd made on training himself about wine. Oh my God! Finally, because gonna, what, he, like, what, what he what he did what he yes, did was he start he had this whole little project where they had uh, herbs and, dirt, and yeah all the dirt regions. and things from all over the area, and he's asking her here smell this yeah smell this dirt do you smell what the you smell in this do you smell this. Uh, oh, you suddenly remember. I remember it now. Suddenly. Uh, I'm like, what is it? It only, it only took 15 minutes to get through. <laughs> so he's talking to her about the terroir. Do you smell the herb in this soil? Do you smell the, do you smell this? Do you smell? Yeah. And then he's giving her the wine that they're drinking right at that moment. And do you taste, do you smell that in this wine? You know, from this vintage? So he was uh, an amateur sommelier mm-hmm. uh, for having grown up in the industry. 
and I and and that is how they get trained. You get trained by um, experiencing the thing. You know, you you you. Well, that's how you're. That's what you think. I mean, I'm sure there's way more to. Oh, there absolutely is, but there's other ways. But what they do now to train you, they actually sell programs where you get these little. I've seen them. They have these um, sample boxes, mm. but they're kits, right? And in them, there's little bottles of all these different herbs and spices and whatever. And you simply train yourself. You know, you use that along with the training as being a psalm. Hmm. But you naturally like have a really good sense of smell. Bah, it's really it's, good. It's, That's it's surprising I, too, though, yeah, that I do because I, I've broken my nose numerous times. I know. I and know. how I have a good sense of smell, I don't know. I don't either, but you do. So that's why I always thought, oh, you'd be good at that because you do. You can detect all these different. Smells. I can sometimes. So it depends on my allergies. You know, if I, my allergies are messing <laughs> with me, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But you know, uh, to 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 pair a meal. Uh, years ago, when I first did this, I, I was living. We were living in LA, or we were going back to LA for Thanksgiving. And I just wanted to break it up. I wanted to do something different. So um, I went and planned my meal. I was going to make numerous dishes. And I wanted to set it up in courses. And of course, this is back in the time when, you know, this is so long ago that I remember uh, telling the people that were at the party that we were going to do this or I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. And they were looked at me like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, Crazy. like, yeah, what's wrong with you? You know, like, <laughs> why are you so into this? And we're, but this is before, I don't even, it was so long ago. And so when I was telling people, hey, I'm going to do this and we're going to pair it with that. And it looked at me like I was crazy. And um, I mean, I remember even having uh, your cousin after I made the sweet potato pancakes. I mean, it's still laughing about it. She came to you and said, oh, I love those sweet potato pancakes with the the blueberries on top. (laughs) Well, it wasn't blueberries. It was actually black caviar. But uh, it was just that that was how long ago it was. You know, if you don't remember yourself back then, but I remember going and saying, "Okay, I'm going to make this, make this, this, and this. We want to pair it with that." And I went to um, Bristol Farms up there off of Manchester and Lincoln in uh, in Westchester, in L.A. And I was that Manchester? It was Rosecrans, right next to you. No, no, no. The Bristol Farms I went to was on um, sub, was it? It was. Uh, it wasn't the that? one next to Houston. Sepulveda. It was Sepulveda and Manchester. Okay. Yeah, they, they, I don't know if it's still there now, but there used to be one right there in Westchester. Because we were in Culver City, I don't want, I wouldn't have drive. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Yeah, we would go to the other one. We we definitely liked the one in Rosecrans better. Yeah. But uh, that one was closer. I mean, it's literally ten minutes from your house. Okay. So I went to Bristol Farms. I went into the I went into the uh, wine section. Completely ignorant. I mean, I knew kind of what I thought I liked. But the wine market is so large. It really is. You know, there's no way to really, in my opinion, you'd have to be drinking wine every day to be able to have some understanding of all the vintages and the terroirs and the and there's the so many options. It's just, just cra- it's crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could have one one vintner that makes twenty wines. You know? I have to say though, don't you think now too, you can get a really decent wine for not too much. Well, that's before. the point. That's even worse because now instead of having a okay, we they're going to use Chateau Lafitte or we're going to use uh, we're going to use something specific. Mm-hmm. Now um, you have a, a local winery that's right. in I don't know uh, uh, San Marcos or the, those ones in Temecula mm-hmm. or the ones here in Valley Center. Yeah. You can have uh, them have a whole different line of wines. They make a Chablis, they make a, a, a sparkling, they make a cava, they make, a, you know, so forth and so on. So everybody, if they're all making good, decent wine, I mean, it's not going to have the age 
of of a you know something from the Loire Valley, but it'll it'll still be drinkable. It'll be oftentimes young because the wine's not aged, not it's it's not right. old in cellars. It's um it's gonna be you know very you know fruit forward. It's gonna be very rich. So yeah, but that's why it's so hard. the The options are just endless as to what you can get now. So I went to the Bristol Farms and I walked in and I said, "Hey, how you doing?" And I met this guy. He I don't know if he was a psalm or not. But he was the guy that ran the department. And I said, hey, man, look, you know, I need somebody who really knows what they're talking about, so forth and so on. And he said, uh, what's going on? And I said, well, I'm going to pair these courses and blah, blah, blah. And he, he basically said, great, here, you, you should put this wine with this dish and this one with that dish and this one. So I had four or five courses, including a brandy for dessert. I recall that because we didn't drink the brandy after all. Everybody was so... They were so full and nobody liked brandy. So, uh, but um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, that is, I would love to do it again, but I would love to do it properly. I don't want to do it just, you know, hey, I brought some of these wines. I think they're going to work. No, no. I, I mean, like, you know, uh, decanting them, you know, understanding why we're drinking this wine, you know, why this, this, uh, this rosé works very well. With, and, and the thing about it too is this, you know, rosés are not all, all the same. Uh, Chablis is not the same. Um, you know, all the... the Chablis. What's that? I don't even know if I've ever... You know, I, I, don't, I don't drink Chablis. I don't even know... Well, that's it's hard because Chablis tends to be either cheap or expensive. And you have to know the difference. And you have to know uh, all the, about the particular one, you know. Um, then maybe that's it. I always thought that was cheap. It was like... It was, and the, but the, yeah, the thing about it, I don't think... I think I think here in America it's cheap. I think if you go to the to different places who people appreciate, it, then it's different. Like just like that movie, the whole movie, the whole movie was about one of my favorite movies, Sideways. It was it was about Pina, you know, and understanding why why that why this grape, you know, and um, you know because yeah, it's funny. I never really like Pinot. I'm not a Pinot person. Yeah. However, yeah. when you paired that pinot with that with yeah. turkey but do you see how you remember it though i do do you say it's, a, yeah. it's like you remember that i do remember because it. that's how Because i was like okay i, yeah. I don't really like pinot and then yeah. i i had it with the turkey because that guy said you can do a pinot with yeah. the turkey and i was like oh that's that is good but see that it does that, taste good together <laughs> that is that is for me the magic of it though because you you not until somebody like puts it in your mind to pay attention well and and they said this one for that, you know, try this one for your meal. And he was right. I was like, oh. But the, yeah, but then the problem is, is there's, you're looking for a Pinot next time, thinking that it'll just be the same, and it's but it's a different Pinot. Not even. Mm-hmm. So you have to know somebody or have somebody who's in the know about a particular uh, label, about a particular, you know, year of vintage, because you know what? That's the crazy part too. That's another dimension. You, you could have uh, a winery that's been open 20 years, right? And their first bottle in 2001 is completely different than the one in 2019. True. And then you're like, well, that didn't work. It, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Bristol Farms, this guy completely set me up. I, 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 it, for me, it came off perfectly because we even learned about that one Pine Ridge that I love, that Viognier blend. Yep. And we still, I still, whenever I find it, I grab it because it's well, so good. We, no, remember we just recently had it and yeah. we didn't enjoy it as much. Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, like I do, you said, maybe a different year. I do agree. And, I, and that happened to me recently too. It's the same thing with my favorite uh, red wine that, well, the favorite, um, The Prisoner. You know, I was talking to a friend recently, same principle. You know, uh, the new ones aren't as good as the ones we, I remember. And maybe I've changed. 
Yeah. You know, we started buying that wine in about 2001. And we were drinking it like idiots. I mean, we were young, unmarried, no kids. Uh, we had our you know, little little place, and we were both had you know kicking kicking arse, you know. And um, we were buying a case like every couple of weeks, and we drink it like it was Kool Aid, you know, every night. You know, now it's like it's like forty eight dollars a bottle for a, a, a you know recent vintage. I can't even imagine what a two thousand two would be or a two thousand one, and that's when we were drinking it. Mm-hmm. And it was so good, you know. We 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 had we'd be hanging out, uh, going in the pool, uh, you know, hanging out by the fireplace. It was good times, Holmes. Good times. <laughs> so, um, but you know that I think it's not something that's done on the fly. Right. I think you need to know need the plan. You need a plan. Yeah. And no one in your house ever does. It's always like, hey, this is whatever, you know, and like, no. Well, the one thing we did, we know it's going to pair well because we did it right. that that time is what you're making this time, which is the the salmon. What is it? Salmon well, it's salmon terrine, but and also the sweet potato pancakes. So I know. Well, you know, I think I think for me, I think I could drink a cold beer with the with sweet potato pancakes and still be delicious. Not that the champagne isn't great, but I'm just saying it's they're so good all by themselves. That's true. You know. Yeah. It's my favorite meal. It is a delicious, the sweet potato. So speaking of those potato potato pancakes, let's explain. Um, year that same time frame, I I found a recipe in the magazine in uh, Bon Appetit, and they had a sweet potato pancake that you uh, basically tender. You you boiled the sweet potato, the golden sweet potato, and you just tenderize the outside, leaving the core of the potato firm, and then you uh, peel it and you. Uh, grate it into a bowl. You add egg, depending on the, you know, how many eggs depend on the quantity of the potato. And I usually use two. I, I think it's like one or two tablespoons of flour, uh, salt and pepper. Uh, it's scallions. Hmm. Scallion. Scallions. I think that's it. I think that's it right there. And then um, you make, take that mixture and you make a walnut size um, dollops you know, of this concoction. And then you pan fry it in a shallow oil, just real shallow, so the, they're, you're cooking one side at a time. And then um, you put a dollop of sour cream, a little, it used to be, back in the day when we first started all this, uh, it used to be just a pencil head or a, a racer size piece of a little dollop of, uh, of caviar, just a, you know, a fleck for color. It was a garnish. Now it's like, now it's like, the, the dollop of, of caviar is bigger than the dollop of sour cream, almost. It's ridiculous what you do now. I know, but I'm, that's just, not everybody's like, I just have No, to. I'm there with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm there with you. And then you uh, you put a little uh, a chive. We didn't get chive. I did so. Did you? Cool. Good for you. Uh, and then you just take a, you cut some uh, chive on the bias, little one inch pieces, and you make a little uh, garnish over the top of the caviar. It is, by, it has been a, fantastic thing to, to know how to do it's just they go everywhere you take them to a party everybody loves them you really yeah. can't can't beat it i mean it is it's you always ask everybody what's your last meal that would be my on my list of and and with that i think i'm going to add those um those tuna uh eggplant jammies we just got okay. at the yes. uh at the uh, Ken Sushi Ken workshop, Sushi workshop in yes. Carmel Valley. That was a very similar um, experience to the sweet potato pancakes. Yeah. So instead of a sweet potato, different but same. Yeah. They fried in the eggplant. Yeah. And 
they did the same thing. They had like a dollop of, of uh, oh, well, oh, they, instead of sour yeah. cream, yeah. they it was a little bit of uh, spicy tuna. Well, it wasn't. It was a of, lot of spicy tuna, I thought. Well, whatever. It's spicy tuna. I'm just saying. It's it's the eggplant with the spicy tuna and then a little bit of the black, black caviar. caviar. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is, to me, right in that same ballpark. Mm-hmm. So I would I would serve those together. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is a fantastic appetizer. Yeah. If anybody, I mean, it, yeah. It is. It's, it's fantastic. It's the best. So, yeah, so I can't wait. That's what I'm, I always look forward to that because I don't know why we don't, I mean, you know what? I do know why. Because you're like, oh, I can make you sweet potato pancakes. Sometimes during the year you'll say, oh, I'll make something special for you. Yeah. But a lot of times I stop you and I'm like, no, no, no. Because I don't know. I want that to be my special thing, you know, for Thanksgiving. It's always what I, I look yeah, forward I hear you. to. I hear you. It's like I look forward to having stuffing. Yeah. Never in the entire year yeah. do I eat stuffing. Yeah. And, but I and, look forward to it, it, it. And I'm looking forward to your mom's stuff. Is she making stuffing this year? Of course. Her sausage stuffing. Oh, God. God, it's so good. <laughs> and, you know, it, and, and put it together with my... With my mom slash Mrs. Cubison's, uh-huh. the old one. Apparently, the recipe doesn't even exist on the box anymore. No. Did you check the box? Yeah, I did. It doesn't exist. Not the same one. That's stupid. <laughs> no, it's stupid. It's I, I Two, three years ago, I saw it on the side of the box. Really? Yeah. Two, three years, five. Years. I was going to say, what are you talking about? You haven't had <clears throat> it's been a while. in years. No, I remember going to the market. And, and bear in mind, I think the, the um, I got to stop saying that. Somebody I used to know said bear in mind. That's a stupid term. What is um, it? Yeah, but the person that said it was. So um, the um, the stuffing that my mother made, I think the box was a green box. The box that you bought is kind of a brownish box, and maybe that's in lies the the difference. Yeah, they changed they changed the yeah. Well, the the design's similar, but the color. I remember the color being uh, greenish, yellowish, beige. That was the combo. The one now is kind of a maroonish brown with a thing, and I think that may be the difference. But I looked for the recipe that that the old one. And I don't even understand. It doesn't make sense why they would change it. It doesn't. I don't, just look a raise of hands. Everybody, put your hands up if you if you disagree or disagree. <laughs> um, Mrs. Cubison's celery apple stuffing. Walnut. Yes. Yeah. Celery apple walnut stuffing. Where's the crime? Now they have something else with with used Raisins to have and applesauce. No, I don't apple juice. look look. If you are putting raisins in stuffing, you obviously are broken inside I a little. Shoot him. I don't get it. The sweetness should come from a red apple. It should. But they used no. The the original recipe is, I believe, I could be wrong. It, it was Granny Smith apples. Okay. So I think that needs so to I be. I think a, that's why. Maybe and maybe what? I'm wrong. Maybe what? it was a red apple. I remember there being a red apple, and maybe I remember the picture showed a red apple. And maybe she put green and red. Yeah. I don't know, but my mother—that's what I'm doing this year. FYI. My mother made uh, the Mrs. Cubison stuffing for my whole life. Yeah, and I don't think, and up until I don't know, and ten, I had never had it until I met you, and and I, and I never had the sausage one <laughs> until I met you. Um, they go so well together. They go perfect, like peanut butter and jam. The sweet and savory. Oh, so <laughs> that when you get a big bite of like a warm pile of moist stuffing with a uh, with a big bite of of. Uh, spicy, tangy sausage, oily, yeah. and then the next bite is it has gravy, mashed potatoes, and uh, apple walnut stuffing. 
It's like fava beans, you know, with, so with, with a sip of Chianti, you know? Yeah. So good. So good. So um, the other thing I'm going to do that I did years later was the salmon terrine. And I found a recipe. I think it might have been out of, uh, look, uh, no, was it Bon Appetit again? It might have been Bon Appetit again, but in 2010. And this was a, uh, a salmon, ter- they called it a salmon terrine. Never saw a picture of said terrine. Because I believe a terrine is actually a vessel. It's the shape. It's not the uh, the thing itself. Maybe it isn't. Let's look it up. No, no, no. I I, I, I believe it's a I believe it's a vessel because we used to we used to go is in traditional French cuisine is a loaf of force meat or aspic, similar to a pate that yeah. is cooked in a covered pottery mold. Also there you go. Called a terrine. Yes. So, the, so we, I remember the reason why I, I knew this is because back in the day when we would go to uh, Marie Callender's for soup, they used to have a potato, a terrine of of uh, potato cheese mm-hmm. soup. So that's why I, that's why I thought it was a vessel. So um, it's both. Well, in I, this instance, though, what it what they're talking about yeah. is the way you form it. You form it into this slope. into the shape of the vessel, which is a terrine. Got it. Anyways, um, yes, that is what I'm going to do. Also. And I found a new recipe for that thing. Um, the the original one that I had just showed it in a bowl, right? And they showed it on the on the Cristini with uh, with the little sprig of dill and looked beautiful. And on that original recipe, it had a cocktail that went along with it, and it was a champagne cocktail using uh, I think it's Cointreau and uh, blood orange juice. Yes. And and it went. I mean, not only did it go well in flavor together, it went well in presentation mm-hmm. because you had a nice fluted glass or whatever of your the blood orange cocktail, which is kind of an orangish pink. And then you had the salmon terrine, which is orangish pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of looked well together mm-hmm. and it tasted well together. So that was nice. But the new one that I'm going to do is going to be a kind of elevate that a little. Because not only am I putting the uh, salmon into the terrine, which is uh, cream cheese, dill, lemon juice, salt and pepper, uh, the smoked salmon itself, chopped up, choked smoked salmon. I say fresh dill? Yeah. And then you take that mixture and you serve it on a on a crostini. I'm doing that. Oh, I gotta, I, I'm going to ask you to stop and grab the um, sourdough. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. We'll see. And then... Um, but the, the new one that I saw is even elevated because it, it does use a terrine shape. Speaking of which, do I have a terrine? It's just a, it's a loaf. It's a loaf mold. Yeah. I need, I need to have a, but I want to, I want to, I want one in the size that I want, not a loaf of bread. I have two different sizes, maybe three. So I'll show you. We'll We'll get the right one. Mm -hmm. But what the good part about this one is that you layer lay uh, sheets of the smoked salmon at the bottom of the terrine and then you take the, the concoction that you made and you fill it in mm-hmm. and then you put more salmon and then you put, fill more filling and then you press it into the to the terrine and then what you get at the end you turn it over and you get this loaf shape love mm-hmm. and then you garnish it i think with capers or that's what oh. it is it's capers capers and, and uh, capers dill and salmon dill yeah mm-hmm. and then you you know you do the oh I know what we need now too, though. What? If we're gonna do it full on, what? we need that row, the big plump orange row. I don't know the salmon row. Yeah, I don't know. salmon row. Okay. I think we need that. Crap. 
<clears throat> no, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't want to go into a market. Yeah, no one does. No <laughs> one does. Not especially not in LA. I heard there's gunfights. Uh, what? Are you I'm lying? Just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. Uh, just kidding. I heard that at least they're wrestling on the floor. No, but I did. I did talk to my mother yesterday, and she was. You know, I I called her from the market. I said, "Do you need anything? Because I'm here at the market. Did you buy this? Did you buy that?" And so she's like, "Oh no, why are you at the market?" I said, "Well, I want to get the potatoes. Want to get all the stuff we need." And she's like, "Oh God, I feel sorry for you. It must must be terrible." And I'm like, "No, so, I mean, it's not that." Look, bad. you know, don't say the next word you're gonna say. What? Don't. Don't. Why? I'm talking about LA. Don't don't make the comparison. Well, no, what she no, no, no. said to me though, this is the part that threw me off. She said, It took me eighteen minutes to get out of the parking lot. Do you understand what you're what you're gonna say next is going to ruin where we're living now? No, it's not. Yeah. You start telling people there's no lines, you know, and there were things are <laughs> there all were good. It, things it are was, out here. It was super busy compared to what we what I normally experience. No. But it wasn't no no LA this busy. look, this wasn't even as busy as the COVID. What we saw yesterday. Oh. You should have seen the lines during COVID. Yeah, I went out different. on the day of when they when they locked know, everybody down. That's different. It was like it was. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nuts. It was a little heightened. Yeah, it was a little heightened. busy. But mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't like anything crazy. Yeah. I can imagine the Costco in Marina del Rey. The people are brawling. There, but see, they like it feels like that all the time. That's not even. God yeah, but, forbid you throw Thanksgiving yeah. or you throw the holiday, holiday in there. Yeah. <laughs> People are going nuts. Yeah, and eighteen minutes to get, to leave the parking lot, insane. That was eighteen minutes to leave to Trader Joe's. Parking oh, lot. insane. To leave Costco, insane. That's like normal. Taking eighteen yeah. minutes to get out is normal. that's insane. I mean, do you understand how far the building? The building is a hundred yards from the road, and it takes you eighteen minutes. Not that far, but yeah. What? It's really not that far. What from the build from from the from Washington Boulevard? Hundred yards is a football field. Yes. No, it's not that far. Are you sure? The building itself. From the road. Yeah. 40 yards, maybe? 30? It's not even that far. It feels longer. No, not even far. Okay. You win. Um, but, you know, the salmon terrine is going to be, I'm going to make it nice this year. I'm going to make it look nice. It always tastes nice. Yeah. But it's going to look nice. It's going to look nice. And then we're going to serve those blood orange cocktails and we're going to have, uh, okay. So, we've taken care of the sweet tater pancakes. This is the appetizer. One more appetizer coming, though, that's new on the docket. And that is, well, not new to us, but it's new. It hasn't been done in a long time. Uh, the, years ago, I got a wild hair and decided I was going to make a soup, appetizer. And I made a, I don't know how, I don't remember having a recipe or not, but. <clears throat> I think you did. But this, this one's going to be a little different because I remember, I don't remember, I remember cooking the sweet potato. Hmm. You better get busy. I, I remember cooking the soup. And I remember when I served it, the one thing I did not like was I did not like the taste of the oil. There was oil. I sauteed something or I did something and it had it had like the cooking oil in it and I tasted it and I didn't like that. This year well, I'm doing... I don't remember that at all. But this year, again, your palate's different, yeah. <clears throat> well... I remember it being fantastic. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you've said that and I it was good, but it wasn't great. So this year, uh, the thing that I saw was you take all the sweet potato, you roast it, the whole half of the, the sweet potato, and then you, uh, I think you do the same thing with the, with the jalapeno and garlic and whatever, you roast it, and so it's kind of dehydrated and wilted, and then you uh, take that out and you skin the, the, the butternut 
and then you pulse everything in a stick blender. Make it a puree. And then I think you add in uh, vegetable stock and you add in some heavy cream at the end for like a little garnish in the thing. And then you serve it with a little baguette. Uh, that, and that, okay, so years ago, the first recipe I got, I got an oblong rectangular plate and I had little teacups, little espresso mm-hmm. cups. Yep. And I, did your mom have those or yep. do we have? Still okay. Have <clears throat> and the presentation was equally nice. Beautiful. Because it, there was uh, about a dozen of these little sippy cups with a little little tiny little espresso cup. Yeah. And they were lined up on this rectangular plate. And then I had I just put a sip of the soup in each one. Mm-hmm. And then I, it had a little dollop and what of cream you did in was it. You put a little cream yeah. and a little sprig of, of something, a vet, of, of a herb. This one, this time we got sage, but years ago it was something else. It was delicious, though. I don't know. It was yeah. delicious. But you know what? I, years ago, I remember making the um, Tuscan, was it roasted Tuscan? Oh, yeah. The Tuscan. Tuscan roasted uh, red, red pepper. Red pepper and tomato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made that for you. You love that, too. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, and should, I hate, by the way, I should say hate. That's a strong word. I'm not a soup person. I don't really like soups that much. I just feel like they're, it's a waste for me, right? I, I don't want to fill I up differ. on a soup. But Why don't you want to fill up I on a soup? I don't know. I just don't. I always like think, hey, no, I want to get to my meal. So for me, I've never really cared about a soup, but that you've, soup, you've made you a know. few that I do really like. You know what I always wanted to do? I always wanted to master. Years and years ago, I remember seeing a, a, a thing with uh, Gordon Ramsay, and uh, he made, he, what he did is he boiled off a bunch of uh, broccoli. And he tenderized it, like blanched it, but he didn't remove it from the from the water. He actually took it a stick blender and just pulsed the veg in the water, and then used that for his soup. Hmm. And I tried it once. No bueno. I don't recall this. You no. probably didn't serve it to us. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't serve it to anybody. I, I tasted it, and I was like, mm, I don't see where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. And I think I added some stuff to it, cream and herb. Yeah, because and, I know people do that, like broccoli cheese. Stuff, right? I don't know. I had high hopes for this though, because I love broccoli. I do too. As a matter of fact, last night, uh, just here because we had leftovers from the other night, no one kind of, it was weird. The boys are busy now and the schedules are weird and everyone's in the mood for something different. So I made uh, some Greek meal the other day. I call it Greek meal. I bought some pita, bought some some feta, uh, olives. Uh, I made made my tzatziki or Dr. Andrew Wiles tzatziki. Um, I made uh, so I took the chicken. I covered it in covered it in a little bit of red wine vinegar, um, oregano, chopped garlic, uh, and uh, plain yogurt. And I you know, salt and peppered it and let it marinate. Then I put it on the grill, and it just comes out amazing every time. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So I made that the other night. We had the chicken, and last night I nobody was kind of like saying I want this or I want that. So I just kind of didn't do anything. We were busy. I don't remember. So I found myself at nine o'clock or eight forty five in the evening. I remember looking at the clock going, Oh, it's late. I shouldn't eat. But I was starving because I had really hadn't had anything. And so in the morning I made eggs. But I hadn't had anything all day. So I went in the fridge went in the kitchen and there was the, the, the chicken was laying there. Somebody had like wanted to heat it but then didn't eat it. So I there I just took it and went out to the to the refrigerator and got all the fixings that that I'd made. And I threw them all together in a bowl, made a salad. And I had some avocado, and it was it was soul satisfying. 
it's you throw some of that that tzatziki in there, a little bit of that that dressing I made. What? Yeah, I know. I love it's, but and and then it burns clean. You know, burns clean. So why are we why are we talking? What did this have to do? I was just saying. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I always talk about food. I was you know get off on a food tangent because it's just food is it's 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 your imagination. You know, you could just keep throwing stuff in a bowl and have it just taste amazing. So, uh, so the terrine's going to be made. I'm going to do that salmon terrine and do it in, in glorious fashion. It's going to be beautiful. And um, you're and talking th- about soup. Okay, and then I'm going to do the soup in those little cups. Mm-hmm. And um, what else am I doing? Mashed potatoes, of course. They've got to have the staple. Yeah, and then the mashed potatoes. I've learned a lot about those mashed potatoes. I used to do them, and every year they come out a little different. I didn't do them all the time. Well, I do them once in a while now, and now I've kind of got it down. I, I really, truly believe you have to kind of put them on the verge of overboiling them, over like they're not not where they're falling apart, but like just on just that before. verge, because mm-hmm. it boils out all the starch, mm-hmm. and then um, so they're really super tender, and I reserve some of that liquid, and I just I just smash them up. Nice, and they're still hot and light. Now the starch is gone; so they're not sticky anymore. And then they're all fluffy and kind of light and kind of gritty. And then I, st- I put I put some milk, and then I put I load it full of butter. It, it's got to be, it's got to be a seventy thirty liquid to butter ratio. It's more butter than anything. Salt and pepper, and then I finish it with a little bit of heavy cream. Half and half, heavy cream, whipped cream, whatever you got. Mm. And for me, they come out perfect. They just come out perfect. Yeah. So the texture, they're smooth. And you can choose. You can say, I, I want to leave them chunky and lumpy a little bit. Or you can go for it and I really like make them chunky. smooth. I do not like chunky. You don't like them? No chunks at all? Mm-mm. Zero chunk? Yeah, okay. I don't like the chunk. Okay. You know, personal preference. you know what I used to make with those that I should make again? God, it's too late now. The double stuffed. Oh yeah, that's. It, the, I feel like that's always been a pain. It, so much work. Well, the, it's the, not appreciated. Here's the. It's not. No, because I don't think people appreciate it. They don't understand all the work that went into it. They just like gobble it down like it's nothing. I don't know. It's, maybe I'm wrong. I used to hear good things. I used to hear people say I they know, liked them. I know, but it's but, like yeah, but. How many people think about who and when is is making their food? How many? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Well, they're so good, they though. Are. The goat cheese double stuffed I, with the I chive and the. I love it. Come on. But some people are like, "Oh, that's too much," or whatever. They want the the standard. You know what? You should go go down the to the corner. You hit the Denny's. You know, don't <laughs> don't stay here. So I'm gonna make a mash, a proper mash, mm-hmm. and uh, what else am I making? I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll no, um, I, ask you to make vegetables. No, I. Oh, I'm making. Well, I'm. I. I'm gonna do a collab what? with my son. Uh, Damien actually oh, makes yes. a good cornbread. Yes. And we need to make a a, a honey butter. Uh, in me, there. I yeah. got that. Um, I, I got the easy stuff. Uh, <laughs> D- Damien uh, made a really great cornbread. I had some delicious, crumbly on the outside, moist in the middle. Uh, but, you know, years ago, I found a recipe by a, a, a chef or a person that worked at uh, Bon Appetit. She worked there uh, in their kitchen, their test kitchen. She made these uh, corny corn muffins. Mm-hmm. And these, to me, I don't know. I guess I'm the only one who appreciates them because no one's asking for them. Speaking of which, we need a muffin tin to take with us. She's got one. Are you sure? 
Yeah. I don't want to go looking. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to go looking. One, but I will have to, I would yeah. then have to go digging through the yeah. garage box. I don't no, don't don't look. hurt yourself. No, cuz I remember I, I when I go there every year I'm always baffled that she has uh um you know. She has got, absolutely every gadget. She's got every gadget. But it's all stored away. And she used to give uh someone used to give her like uh William Sonoma cards. She go just had tons of money for William Sonoma. Yeah. And then I'd never see any equipment. I'd see gadgets like yeah. bottle well, no, openers. She's got some like the the big thing to cook the turkey big pans and pots sure. and stuff but it's like no. okay well you don't have the basics like a metal whisking spoon or something or whiskers i don't no, know no, she, i made her get all that stuff she has all that now okay but again like if you want tins for uh, any sort of um any sort of baking stuff she doesn't do baking so all that stuff ends up in boxes okay. in the garage i need a muffin tin mm-hmm. uh, we, i need maybe two because I, I think each tin is six or eight yeah it's usually six or eight i'm gonna need a double that because my, I think it's going to be. Well, there's no way I'm going to go buy a muffin tin. So, no, I've got tins here. We just need to make sure we take them or locate them over there. Yeah. But these corny corn muffins. Okay. Don't anybody's they have like, don't they have um uh, like a spice to them, like jalapeno? Or I think they do. The I think oh. they do. And they use fresh fresh corn on the cob. And if you if anybody wants to check them out, it's a the chef was Molly Baz. M O L L Y B A Z, and she. If you look them up, corny corn muffins, Molly Baz on Google, and they'll find them. Uh, but they're 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 not like typical cornbread. They're more a cornbready muffin, right? So they have that muffin consistency a little bit, but they have the corn texture and the flavor. And uh, they, they use a sour cream in there. They get a little li- a little leaven, a little lift, rather than the cornbread, which is kind of like a. Yeah, it's more muffiny as opposed to cornbread, yeah. where it's more, um, more gritty, more. Yeah. Um, this crumbly, is a combo. This is a combo, yeah. and they're just decadent, man. They're light. They're corny. They're. Mm. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, they are delicious. Yeah. So doing those. Now, what else are we doing? Now I'm like I got to. Yeah. Now you got an urgency on you. Yeah. You're like, I better hurry up and no, find that find muffin everything. tin. <laughs> so what else is I? Oh, I know what else I'm. Gonna, or am I not doing that anymore? I wanted to do. That's a, enough. I know, but remember, I talked to you about that one year, about ten or twelve years ago. I made a, um, I made a little bit of a sweet potato, a spicy sweet potato. Uh, oh crap! You mixture. did. You made a sweet potato mash, like a yeah. ham mash with like chipotle. Or yes, I, I had put um, adobo you in need it. To not even, no. I'm going to say no because there's just too much now. But whatever. What did you're going to do see. whatever. Let me see here. Let me see. What did I? Let me look here at my, at my list because I had a list. That was it. You covered it all. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, you did. Let me look. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Okay. Corny corn muffins, sweet tater cakes, salmon terrine, uh, of course, the champagne cocktail, mashed taters, stuffing you're going to do, kale, oh, kale salad. So another oh, another thing from no that's that's not a big deal that's, <laughs> that, that, easy. that one's easier uh, that's just quick and easy and then the butternut soup so you're right I, I got I covered it all but um, yeah no I I I think years ago after I worked at, at True Food I, I brought that that kale salad home and I made it for Thanksgiving um, one year and I, I don't think it I think some people were like oh that's nice it's a nice change the, the thing is 
you know, you're going into Thanksgiving and you know what you want. You know you want, sure. you know, you know, you, you want the stuffing. You know you want the mashed potatoes. You know, but, you don't want to waste anything we, on, a, no, no, on no, no, a kale I, salad. I'm sorry. There's, <laughs> there's nothing wasted on that kale salad. I'm, not, I'm just saying. The man know, made a business, a the, very successful business off of that salad. Kale salad's super healthy. You go to Thanksgiving dinner. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Health. The reason why it's included now is because you have all that butter and butter and cream and yeah. butter and salt and pepper and cream. Yeah. Did I mention butter? <laughs> you have all that stodgy mess yeah, yeah. that you're going to eat with, with all the, the fatty uh, the gravies. and I mean, the, You haven't even covered the pumpkin pie. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> to, me, to me, that sounds like constipation in a nutshell. You're, you're packing uh, uh, mortar on top of mortar with a brick and then mortar. And that, you know, what, how do you want to do how do you want to? How do you want to end that? All of that has vegetables in there. No, 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 no. no. There's not. There's nothing fresh or alive in there anymore. It's it's been boiled and, and roasted beans, and and we make pea, cream peas and we make um, carrots. So there's some vegetable. There. By the way, those what carrots are you making? I don't know. I'm just saying we do this with thing. butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everything know. has butter. Yeah, and then you, you're gonna make beans. you're gonna make cream peas. Yeah. How much health is in there? I didn't say any of this was healthy. No, I'm just saying to you, don't you want... One day of... of, Sure, no, no. But don't... Wouldn't it be nice to be able to add a little... Agree. Fresh in there? If you make a salad, I'm going to eat it. I'm just saying, don't make a lot because not that many people are You just... Okay. Fine. I'll go along with it. But you know, I'm going to do my very best this year not to to sample. (sighs) How does does that work? I'm not going to sample. Because I never feel like eating. At, yeah, at I always time. feel bad for you because you never enjoy Thanksgiving, the meal. The next day I'll prepare something for you, but it's not the same. Look, I'm going to do two things. I'm not going to drink too much. Not. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. Okay. No, because here, this is what happens. Um, by the time I'm done at dinner service, yeah. I am exhausted. I'm dehydrated. I've drank <laughs> too drunk. much and drunk. <laughs> I'm not going to do it this year. Negative. No. No, I refuse. I'm going to do my, I'm, if I drink anything, it's going to be a beer or something. I'm not going to have any tequilas. I'm not going to have any, <laughs> nope, no, no, no. We don't no. drink tequilas, but no, we do I, have a lot of Look, wine. you're Mexican. The tequila, look, is, no, is, is, is Isa coming? No. Okay, well then maybe. maybe that'll I'm be. saying in Thanksgiving, we don't usually drink hard liquor. We do drink a lot of wine. There's whiskey, there's wine, there's too much wine. Lots of sparkling this and have a, oh, have a sip of this. Yeah. Oh, you'll love it. Look, I'm going to stick to this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm making a commitment today. I'm going to stick to a uh, little bit of that the blood orange. Okay. Okay. So some cocktail. And I'm going to figure something out that is simple and clean and doesn't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be hammered. All right. At I'm dinner. Give you a beer. I'm not going to be yeah. mad because I'm usually mad because I'm been in the kitchen all day. I'm usually a little tired. I'm very tired. I'm all sweaty. I don't want to be touched. Don't touch me. Don't hug me. Don't don't touch me. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to do that this year. Well, you need to start right now. Like, actually, seriously, make the soup right now, and make the potato. Um, I got, I'm leaving soon, potato. actually. Yeah, I got to pack up and leave soon. Sure. So, anyways, all right. Um, look, let's uh, let's yeah, send it. So, you know what? Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, you probably got zero out of this. Hopefully, you know, it was at least slightly entertaining. I'm telling you, how, make the sweet potato pancakes. Yeah. God's sake. Look, good. look them up. They're, um, I think I got the recipe out of a uh, Bon Appetit from 20... Had to have been early. I think I have it under the table bon here. Appetit. Is it Bon Appetit or Gourmet? No, definitely not Gourmet. Okay. I was never a Gourmet guy. Okay. All right. The last... Yeah, you know what? I, I, I remember the last Gourmet that I ever bought. 
and that was the one with the Rocco de Spirito on the front. Jesus. Yeah. Twenty oh one. Yeah. I I, remember Rocco de Spirito? Yeah. Remember that? I thought that guy was the guy. He thought he, he was going to do something. I thought he was going to be the guy. He was a good looking guy, young. He was uh, in, living in New York City. He was a man on the a man about town. He had his restaurants. Everybody loves Italian. Yeah. You're right. And then he was. Sta- I remember that. Remember the picture. I don't. Yeah. Why should you? I don't know. You didn't own the magazine. <laughs> Um, I was, I'm telling you, I was, I was a, a chef guy, person yeah, that's true. and this guy was this new chef on the scene, New York city, had a brand new restaurant. He's standing there with this tuna in his hand, a, a fresh whole tuna. I don't even know why he had the tuna in his hand, but that guy was like the, the guy of the moment. I didn't buy him after that. I, I, I've always found that Bon Appetit had what I needed every year. Uh, that well, I thought that was the guy. That was the the magazine for me. And then after that one year, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet it was 2002. After that one year, where I got ten recipes, I made everything out of that me out of that magazine. That magazine is the bible for me. All the dishes that I talked about c- kind of came from there. Yeah, the double stuffed potatoes. Oh really? Yeah, I think uh, maybe even the sweet tater cakes. I think, yeah, I think maybe something. And then I, I mean, yeah. you've made, maybe, like you said, modified it ever so slightly. Um, but, but I'm saying the, the origination, it was yeah. the, that magazine mm-hmm. set the bar for everything that came after for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. So anyways, uh, we enjoyed doing this. Uh, this is our, uh, Thanksgiving extravaganza and, um, we hope you like listening. Have a very, very, uh, uh, great Thanksgiving with your families. Uh, stay safe. Uh, drive safely on those roads be nice to each other and uh, we'll talk to you on the flip-flop um we'll probably be back next week tuesday or so anyways uh and don't forget you know what look we still ask for your help um we're trying to grow our 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 show and we want as many many ears to hear it even if you only like the one show you can at least say well you know we tried um so tell a friend that you know to go to the to the socials and to the thing and push the button We'd really appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving.